What's up? Uh, late night Big Sky Breakdown, Thursday night after 11. So this could be short and sweet. If you want more analysis, more discussion, uh, more interviews, be sure to tune in to Nuanez now. This is uh, Thursday night, late night, January 26th. So we'll be back on the air on ESPN Radio and on SWX Montana Television and uh, on the ESPN MT app tomorrow at 4. So we'll have plenty of talk. From around the Big Sky Conference for both men's and women's basketball. But uh, just a quick hitter for you. Some scores and a few quick tacking points. And uh, a short interview with Danny Barsh. A Grizz, uh, Lady Grizz that is. Sophomore wing. Uh, Montana's women. That was the game I was at tonight. Beat Sac State 81-77. We'll go in reverse order then. Because uh, you can check out SkylineSportsMT.com a little later on. Andrew Houghton will have a game feature from that game, great game, one of the best games we've seen this year. And uh, Danny Barsh played a pivotal role, so we'll hear just a couple minutes with her. And uh, I want to just get you a, a one quick thought on each of the four Division One basketball teams from the state of Montana, plus some other thoughts uh, on around the league. So here's your scoreboard from around uh, the Big Sky Conference. Got to say thanks, first and foremost, to Maldonado Law for their continued sponsorship, particularly of these post-game podcasts. They're going to be uh, the primary sponsor of these post games. So uh, go check out BigSkyDefender.com if you need uh, any legal help, particularly when it comes to battle in the insurance companies. Appreciate Dave uh, for being with us. Uh, here's your scoreboard on the men's side. Montana State's men got a 75-66 win over Portland State. Cats now 7-2 and uh, in league play, and they're able to capitalize on the, the big win they had in Missoula on Saturday with another road win, and now they're at Sac State. Sac State beat Montana handily, 67-48. Woof for the Grizz offense. Man, they scored six points in the last 16 minutes and 30 seconds of this game. Terrible. I mean, just you got to be better than that on offense. No matter, There is no excuse. You have to just figure out ways to score. They had a, a more than eight-minute scoring drought, and, I mean, that's become a trend for this team, and uh, now Montana sits at 3-6 and six in Big Sky Conference play. And a good win by Sac State, uh, as in David Patrick's first year, Sac State now 5-3 and three in league play with Montana State coming to town on Saturday. Hi, I'm attorney Dave Maldonado, a seasoned litigator with over a decade of experience in Montana. Have you been injured in a car accident? If so, remember insurance companies want to give you as little money as possible. There's a reason why they have the biggest buildings in the largest cities. Don't let big insurance bully you. Visit BigSkyDefender.com today to see how I can help you get fair compensation for your injuries. The consultation's free and the fight's real. Eastern Washington, 9-0 now. 81-68 over Idaho State. So the Eagles remain two games up in first place in the standings. And then Weber State kept pace as well. The Wildcats beat Idaho uh, 73 to 65. So Weber State 6-2. So that's what the standings look like right now. After tonight, Eastern 9-0. Montana State 7-2. Weber 6-2. Sacks 5-3. Idaho State's 4-4. Portland State 3-5. Montana 3-6. Northern Colorado 2-6. Idaho 2-7. And Northern Arizona is uh, 2-8. In the women's league. Montana State's women overcame a terrible shooting night. They shot 25% in the first half. 
They ended up in the game shooting 39%. They shot 54% after halftime. They were able to get the ball uh, into the middle, into the key against Portland State's zone defense uh, more in in the second half and were able to pull away. And uh, even though it was sort of an ugly win for Montana State and Darren White just 2 of 10 from the floor, just 8 points. But Cola Badbear, she scored 15 of her 17 after halftime. And uh, that helped lift Montana State. So they're 7-2 and two in league play on the women's side as well. More on that in just a second. Uh, other scores from the women's league. Idaho beat Weber State 66-52. So that snaps a six-game losing streak for the Idaho women. Weber State's women uh, have now lost, I believe, 11 straight, maybe even 12 straight. Uh, they are winless in Big Sky Conference play. So they're struggling this year. Uh, Eastern Washington. Remain one of the hottest teams in the league. They pick up a 71-58 win over Idaho State. Uh, Eastern's now 6-3 and three in league play, so impressive in Jordy Gleason's second season. Uh, stat from Andrew Houghton. Last time Idaho State's women has lost five in a row came in 2010. So uh, uncharted territory for this moment in time uh, for Seton Sobolewski squad. And then like we mentioned earlier, uh, 81-77 Montana uh, outlast Sac State, a super back-and-forth game, uh, and we'll get into that one uh, in just a minute. The women's standings look like this. Montana State into first place with that victory, 7-2. Uh, and two. Sac State now 6-2 and two after their loss in Missoula. Eastern Washington, how about that? Alone in third place at 6-3. and three. Northern Arizona is 5-3. and three. They did not play Thursday night. They will play on Saturday, just the one game against Northern Colorado. Montana 5-4, and four, so over 500 in conference play for the Lady Grizz. Uh, I would argue one of uh, and probably one of the top two victories so far in Brian Holsinger's career as the uh, head coach of the Lady Grizz. And you can hear from Coach Holsinger tomorrow on Nuanas Now uh, on our uh, daily talk show. To a big one. Portland State now 4-4 four and four after their loss in Bozeman. Northern Colorado's 3-5, and five, same as Idaho State. Idaho now 3-6. and six. Weber State 0-8, oh, and, oh, and, and there you go, 12 in a row. Uh, that's how many they've lost in a row. The Weber State women, not great. Hi, I'm attorney Dave Maldonado, a seasoned litigator with over a decade of experience in Montana. Have you been injured in a car accident? If so, remember insurance companies want to give you as little money as possible. There's a reason why they have the biggest buildings in the largest cities. Don't let big insurance bully you. Visit BigSkyDefender.com today to see how I can help you get fair compensation for your injuries. The consultation's free and the fight's real. The game in Dahlberg tonight, I thought, one of the best games I've watched so far this year. It was fun going to the rivalry games on Saturday and having great atmospheres and then having uh, a good atmosphere tonight as well. When I walked in, I thought the crowd was very sparse. Uh, I even talked to a couple of the ushers about it. Uh, but then I thought, and I thought the crowd was pretty good all night, but I thought late the crowd was great. I thought when Lady Grizz got into their press, that was the key uh, to their comeback. And uh, overall, it was just a good uh, execution by the Lady Grizz. They had a very specific defensive game plan. Sac State came in as the first place team in the league. Uh, Kalasia Dean has been excellent, doing whatever she wants offensively, has won four players of the week. And uh, Isnel Natabo, one of the best interior presences, one of the most physically intimidating players in the league. But early, the Lady Grizz decided to collapse the paint. They were double and triple in Natabo. They were sort of shadowing and then soft trapping Kalasia Dean up top. And uh, Sac State then in turn moved the ball around and, and shot a bunch of threes in this game overall, 30 of them. They hit 13 of them, 
but their 13 turnovers, including seven in the fourth quarter, proved to be uh, to their demise. Salape Amusan, who came in, she's an Illinois transfer, came in, had had hit five three-pointers, I think, or maybe six all season. She hit six in this game, uh, including her first three attempts from downtown. So that was part of a back-and-forth first quarter, but the Lady Grizz nailed five three-pointers in the first quarter, so they closed the frame up 29-18, but then Sack answered with a 29-point second quarter of their own. Excuse me, 28 points in the first quarter for Montana, 28 points in the second quarter for Sac State, and Sac State goes into halftime up nine. They stretched the lead to 14 at one point, and uh, they were getting a bunch of offensive boards. That's one of the... the uh, one of the sort of side effects of the of the trap, as well as of doubling and tripling Natabo. Um, but in the end, they got the plays they needed down the stretch. Uh, there was a couple sweet sequences. One time Sammy Fackin hit a three in transition and then had a, a, a steal on the inbounds and hit a slashing Danny Barch, who we'll hear from just in, uh, in just a minute, uh, for a layup. That, that was a big play. Uh, that was a little five-point spurt for the Lady Grizz. I think that tied it. Danny Barsh also had a corner three late uh, that helped Montana tie it again. And then once they got up one, uh, then they were able to then salt it away. Sac State turned over the ball a couple times. The videos, you can find them on our Twitter at Skyline Sports MT. Uh, and uh, then Gina Markson hit three or four free throws down the stretch. And Lady Grizz get a huge win. And I think it's uh, the biggest win in Brian Holsinger's career other than when he beat the Cats last year in Missoula. And... Uh, I mean, make no mistake, it's not just because you don't want to lose at home again. That would have been Lady Grizz's sixth loss at home. But also, Sac State's legitimately a good team. I was actually very good, I thought. One of the most impressive teams I've seen, talent-wise, uh, live and in person. That was my first time seeing them. But Natabo is an unbelievable physical specimen. I mean, she's all of 6'5", and she's so strong, and she runs well, moves pretty well. Uh, and then Kalajadina is just such an awesome scorer and so good handle on the ball and they have some other role players that could step up as well um so it was a great victory for for montana not only to rally uh, but also just to to sort of get back on track after losing at home twice last week to to their rivals eastern washington and uh, and montana state so it's a big win for the lady grizz here's a couple of minutes with danny bart she is a sophomore wing for the uh, lady grizz basketball team she's from helena montana uh, here's a couple of her post-game thoughts. What's your thoughts after a win like that and, you know, just down 14 points, I think, at some point, 12 points in the fourth quarter and finishing off that comeback? Um, our team showed grit and perseverance completely, and without Carmen even, we had Sammy stepped up huge on the defensive end and gave us great energy, and there's no way we would have come back without her. And then just anyone from anyone who played, I mean, our bench was amazing. Everyone on the floor just stepped up big time and, you know, that win's not off one person. It's a whole team effort for sure. What was it about that press that was working so well? Because Sammy had the two steals to you to get two quick buckets. Mm-hmm. She had that three right beforehand for the second one. Just what? why was that press working so well? Um, Sammy just was anticipating like crazy. I mean, they I was trying to take away zero, and I they were trying to go the long ball or short. She was just reading the ball super well, so just... Her IQ is insane, off the off the charts. Defensive game plan. I mean, what you what you think of your guys' preparation this week? Because you guys did some different stuff today, especially in the half court. Yeah, no, the guard at 12 feet. I mean, <laughs> trusted the coaches big time after three came out and hit four for four. I think. Right. But I mean, their game plan worked. Nadibu only had like seven points, I think, and so that was a big time effort all the way around, and just trusting 
you know, they watch film all the time. They are smart, and so trusting them is a big key. You guys have dropped a couple at a home in a row, so how good does this one feel? Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> and I just don't like Zach that much. People <laughs> suck. <laughs> so it feels, that one was needed much. Don't put that in. <laughs> yeah, whatever, you can read it. <laughs> just in a game like this, I get, yeah, yeah right, now, yeah, no fear. Um, with, uh, I guess, what was the mentality like in that? Because you guys shot the ball so well in that first quarter, and then they kind of rolled back or up nine at halftime. Just what was the mentality when they, they kind of built that big lead, but you guys did quit? Um, I mean, we knew that we kind of laid off the aggressiveness, and so going into halftime, we're like, we got to rebound, we got to stop giving up O-boards, and then being driving straight at them, you know, making them really guard and finding the help off. Like, it was just stay aggressive punch first mentality I guess on the corner three did the ball seem like it was in the air forever before it yeah, dropped through I was nervous and then I bounced off the backboard I was like come on I but yelled it was at good. for not shooting the first one yeah. <laughs> I saw it I have it on the yeah, yeah it's alright what must have felt good when it went through Yo, oh yeah there's I don't think I've ever heard Dahlberg as loud but I, I think that matched the Cats game last yeah. year when Sammy kept getting steals yeah. and we tied it up finally that was awesome that first quarter, especially, you got the start tonight. Uh, the little bit of change has been the starting lineup. Uh, offensively, everything was just clicking. So what, what was working in, in that first quarter that you were guys able to put up 29 in the first quarter? Um, transition, and then our defense led to our offense. We were getting a lot of deflections and steals and just running on them. I mean, they play only like seven people, and two of them hardly ever play. So they don't want to go fast, and making them tired and taking them off their heels is definitely a key to our success. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. The Grizz men, they just got to figure it out on offense. That's just point blank period. You can't have an uh, eight and a half minute scoreless stretch in a men's college basketball game. You just can't. You'll, you will never win. There's no amount of toughness or defensive intensity or any of that stuff. You have to figure out a way to get a bucket to snap a cold streak like that. So we'll talk more about the whys. But the news is, I mean, Montana's three and six in league play and uh, sort of uncharted territory. I mean, this team is now. 21 and 23 in Big Sky Conference play since COVID shut down the universe. Uh, you know, they, they, they were a pretty good team. The last time Montana was pretty good was Syed Pridget's senior year, uh, 2019, when, or I guess 2020, going into that tournament that got shut down by COVID. Since then, 21 and 23 in conference play for the Grizz. They were 85 and 27 in Travis DeCure's first six years. And now twenty-one and twenty-three, and they're three and six this year. Uh, the Catmen—that was—that was a uh, good win over Portland State, and uh, now they got a big test on Saturday. Sac is uh, still a team that's t- TBD in terms of where they fit into the league, but they're five and three, and so I mean, they, they have some good wins. And, and uh, even though the Grizz are three and six, that's still a good win to beat Montana uh, if you're Sac. So. Uh, it's a big one in Sacramento uh, on Saturday afternoon. I think it's an early tip, uh, maybe even 1 p.m. local time, so it would be 2 p.m. here uh, in Montana. But uh, the Cats also just needed that win because now they're 7-2 and two in league play, so they're able to keep pace with Eastern. 
They're going to need some help. You know, I mean, Eastern will most likely drop a game or two during the second round of the the conference season. Not the 18 conference games Eastern has yet to play Weber State. That's who they play on Saturday. The reason that'll be their 10th conference game. They already they've already played and swept Montana so far this year. But uh, either way, if both these teams were to theoretically keep winning, Eastern's two games clear of the Cats, but they do play each other the last game of the regular season on Monday, February 27th. But for that to be a true outright Big Sky Championship game, uh, Montana State's probably going to need a little bit of help. Uh, but either way, I think these are the two clear-cut best teams in the league, the Cats and Eastern Washington. So uh, we'll see uh, if Montana State can keep it rolling, but uh, it's a good win against Portland State, and they figured out a way to do it in a variety of ways. I mean, um, Darius Brown and Jabril Bello were two of the, the primary culprits in Montana State's win in Missoula last Saturday, and uh, Brown was in foul trouble uh, against Portland State. Jabril Bello sat out most of the second half, and instead they turned to Raekwon Battle at 19 points, Grace, Great Osabar, who had 17 points and 10 rebounds, and Caleb Fuller, who had 18 points. Uh, Montana State now, like I said, seven and two in league play, fourteen and eight overall, and uh, Portland State now three and five in league play, nine and twelve uh, overall. From Montana State head coach Danny Sprinkle, he said Portland State's a hard team to play. They play so hard, and it's complete chaos. You have to be skilled and disciplined, and that's what our our guys were tonight. He also went on to say Caleb Fuller was awesome tonight. I thought he and Great Osobar did a tremendous job. So. Big one in Sacramento because uh, Zach State, definitely a team that's improved this year. Uh, that tip, 8 p.m. Mountain Time. Sorry, I thought it was maybe an early one. That must be the girls' game. I see so many score sheets and, <laughs> and uh, game recaps. Sometimes they get mixed up. Uh, so that's your last thought on the Cat men. And then uh, Bobcat women, now they are, here they are. I mean, they were, they were sort of up and down early. They split the first two weekends, and now uh, they've won five Big Sky Conference games in a row. They're finding a ton of ways to win. They're finding ways to win even when they don't play well, and they're finding ways to win even when they don't play well against unorthodox teams like Portland State, against talented teams like Montana, uh, and against like gritty teams like Idaho State and Eastern Washington. So uh, Cat Women in first place as uh, we almost make the turn, but that'll also be a great one in Bozeman on Saturday between Montana State and Sac State. So, um, I mean, good job by... Uh, Mark Orr and Sac State Athletics. And they've hired some good coaches. Sac State is a legitimate power in the revenue sports right now. I mean, Sac State's women were very impressive tonight. Sac State's men are, are good to be determined how good they are, but they are they're definitely good. And David Patrick seems like a good coach. We had him on the Big Sky Breakdown earlier this week. And then you got Troy Taylor, who has been uh, the Big Sky Conference Coach of the Year three times in a row before then making the jump to Stanford. So pretty good coaching hires there in Sacramento uh, the last couple of years. So that would be a good one in Bozeman on Saturday as well as Sac State playing at Montana State. Big Sky Breakdown. Thanks to Maldonado Live. Go visit BigSkyDefender.com to see how Dave and his team can help you, particularly if you have anything with personal injury or you are battling the insurance companies. BigSkyDefender.com. We'll be back at it on Nuanas Now tomorrow at 4 p.m. We'll see you then. That's the Big Sky Breakdown. SkylineSportsMT.com. Hi, I'm attorney Dave Maldonado, a seasoned litigator with over a decade of experience in Montana. Have you been injured in a car accident? If so, remember insurance companies want to give you as little money as possible. There's a reason why they have the biggest buildings in the largest cities. Don't let big insurance bully you. 
Visit BigSkyDefender.com today to see how I can help you get fair compensation for your injuries. The consultation's free and the fight's real. 303-447-1000.